Welcome to Chronic Love, a supportive space for people with chronic illness. I'm Robin, a psychologist in New York City, navigating the fallout of a breast cancer diagnosis some years in. And I'm on a personal journey to join together with others who have similarly found themselves facing life challenges in the wake of chronic illness. Together, with the generous humans you're about to meet, we welcome you into our discussions. have to continue to fight and you have to continue to say, no, I need this check. I need this scan. I need this, you know, looked at, and you have to make them see you. You have to make them understand that like you're a human being and you need them to tell you what's happening. My name is Jamie Bowles. I am the owner and founder and host on WJMS Radio, uh, which is a platform that is dedicated to making a difference in the community. I have been dealing with my diagnosis since December of 2018. I was diagnosed at 32 as a non-smoker with no history of cancer in my family and out of left field stage four. So I really try to educate people and make folks realize that, you know, you only need lungs to get lung cancer. If it's okay with you, and, and if it's not, of course, always just be said. Um, if we can kind of circle back to something that's uh, been kind of turning over in my mind. And I know some of the things that were important for you to kind of think about here, think about out loud, you know, in another forum, in the service of helping other people um, is kind of listening to your body and uh, trusting your body, advocacy. You first realized your symptoms in April of, it was 2018? Yep. April 2018, you, you had wheezing. Yeah. And it was enough for, for you to say, I gotta get this checked out. Yeah. And if I have this correct, you went from April all the way through December mm -hmm. until you had a diagnosis. Yep. I could have had something close to a diagnosis and probably may. And it might've been something like a stage three or something or a stage two, depending. But because it went so long undiagnosed, it was like the cancer had started making fluid and doing all kinds of stuff. So I had basically, until, uh, until I started getting shortness of breath, which wasn't until about May, June-ish, I probably was not stage four. You know, I, I probably hit stage four once I started getting shortness of breath because that was the fluid starting to cover my lungs and starting to reduce my lung capacity. The back pain was, was tumors. And, you know, other areas of, of concern, which are all, thank God, gone now at this point. I have zero back pain, which is wonderful. I'm telling you, I felt like a senior citizen. I was like, I can't stand up on the subway. I can't, you know, walk for long periods of time without my back hurting. And I was really, I, I actually started going to see a chiropractor. I literally started treating my back pain because I was, I, you know what I mean? Like rather than getting a diagnosis. And so, you know, I always tell people and, and, they laugh, but I'm like, this is the best metaphor I can give to people is like, you have to listen to your body, you know, don't walk around with your body's check engine light on and not figure out what's going on underneath the hood. Like we do it to our car all the time. Yeah. The check engine light comes on, the oil light comes on, the gas light comes on and you're like, just a few more miles and I'm going to take care of you. Just like, let me just get home and I'm going to take care of you. Next payday, I'm going to take care of you. And you let it go and you let it go and you let it go until you come out and your car doesn't start or you come out and you have a flat tire or you come out and you know, your car is overheating. And then you know, okay, now I got to get this taken care of. I have no choice. And we do the same thing with our bodies. We run our bodies rampant. We run them and run them and run them. We got recurring headaches. We have, you know, 
issues, we have pain points, we have pressure situations, we have all kinds of things that our body is saying, hey, <laughs> this is going on, pay attention. And sometimes we ignore it so long that it shoots to other places in the body. Like I had knee pain and now it's like shooting up to here. And you hear people talk about how stuff is shifting and hurting in their bodies and now it's moved up to here. That's your body saying, okay, if you're not paying attention to your knee, are you gonna pay attention to your elbow? Like your body is trying to tell you that something is wrong. And a lot of times we put band-aids on you know, broken arms and broken limbs and it's not helping the situation. You have to pay attention to what your body is telling you. And what's also more important is when you go and talk to a doctor about what's bothering you is not just letting them say, oh, you're fine, and then walk away. I love doctors. I don't want anybody to walk away from this thinking, oh, she hates doctors. But doctors make money and they make money on patients. So they wanna see as many patients as possible. So if they can get you in and out of their office and onto the next one, then that's kind of what the end goal is gonna be. You know, you get some doctors who really care and really want, you know, and develop a relationship with you and all that kind of stuff. But especially if you're young and you're healthy and you don't have any other issues or situations in your history or in your life where you would be a concern, they'll be like, you like, oh, I have a constant headache. Like, and they won't do anything for you and they'll send you on your way because you're young and supposedly healthy. But I mean, that's how I got stage four cancer is I had no reason to question. You know, I had no reason to go back to that doctor and say, no, I'm still wheezing. No, I'm still coughing. You know, I just didn't, I didn't think to dive into my symptoms. And I, I certainly didn't piece them all together as connected. You know, I looked at them, like I said, kickboxing kind of distracted me. I, I often wonder to myself, if I wasn't doing kickboxing, would I have waited as long? You know, like, would I have ignored it as long um, or treated the symptoms without looking at the cause as long? Um, and the answer is no, because I would have been like, I'm not doing crap. Why do I have back pain? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or I'm not doing anything at all. There's no reason for me to have shortness of breath. Um, and so I would have really paid attention more, but we get distracted and we don't always listen to what our bodies are telling us. And then sometimes in, in really bad situations, you don't piece together all of the symptoms you're having to get a full picture of what's going on with you. And that's where the situation comes into play, where when you go get checked out at the doctor, if they're dismissing you, you have to fight for what you want. Like if you have something that's going on with you, doctor says, no, you're fine. You know, your body, you're in your skin. You know, you're in your inside, your inside your body, you're in there. The doctor isn't. So if you know that something is wrong with you and they're trying to tell you, no, you're okay. And you know that there's something wrong with you, then you have to continue to fight and you have to continue to say, no, I need this check. I need this scan. I need this, you know, looked at and you have to make them see you. You have to make them understand that like you're a human being and you understand what's going on with your body and you need them to tell you what's happening. A lot of times we don't want the bad news. That's the thing. You don't want to hear the bad news. You don't want to go to the doctor because doctors never say, hey, you're in great health. They're always like, oh, you're too fat. You're too skinny. Your blood pressure's high. Your circulation's low. <laughs> you know, like they always have something to tell you that's not great, especially once you get older. And so we don't want to advocate for ourselves because we don't want to push to get the negative information. So you just say, the doctor said I'm fine. And so I'm good. And so I'm going to go home now. Um, and you just deal with it, but that's not going to suit you in the long run. It's going to make it worse. So yeah. you have to be an advocate. You know, there, there are kind of like these two processes that are kind of happening uh, together that you're describing, right? One is your body's telling you something, right? It's telling you, it's not just telling you it begins crying. It begins begging for you to see that something is happening. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we, we dismiss it. Right. We, we dismiss it. Make um, I'm sorry. You make excuses, we make excuses. We look for the reasons why we're okay. 
right? We look for the reasons why it's nothing because we see ourselves as otherwise healthy and it's hard before we have a moment like this that kind of punctures our reality and says, mm -hmm. you're, you now have to think of yourself or integrate into your identity. Uh, maybe, you're, maybe you're sick, right? Like you're no longer just that 100% healthy person, right? Um, but until we get to that moment, we look for all the reasons why it's nothing. We look for all the reasons why it's, why it's okay, why it's fine, why it's, you know, the wheezing is bronchitis or why it's kickboxing or, you know, why it's one thing or the other, right? And then at the same time that we're, that our bodies are begging us to see something and we're ignoring our bodies, we then bring our crying bodies to our doctors and our mm -hmm. doctors look at us and they say the same thing to our bodies that we say to our bodies. When you're young, you're healthy, right? They have the same biases yep. toward us that, that we've had toward us, right? Except, mm -hmm. except they're, they're not supposed to have those biases in quite the same way, right? Yeah. Um, and then they look at us and they say, well, you're fine, it's this or that. Look for the other reasons. You're, you're too young for it to be more serious. So I'm just not gonna see that as your doctor. Yeah. Things can happen to us. And that's why we need to know this and we need to look for this and we need to honor our bodies and we need to honor ourselves and trust the messages, the signals that our bodies are telling us. If you're watching this and resonating with any of this, we want you to know that you're not in this alone, that you're never in this alone. Until next time, sending love. Until next time, sending love. If you'd like to join us for a candid discussion about your experience with chronic illness, or if you'd like to connect to simply say hello, we welcome you to reach out through any of the social media platforms or through our website, and all of our information is listed below.